Welcome to Wise Student 8-Minute Cleanup, hosted by me, Penny Costaris, your academic and life skills coach and Wise Student founder. In this podcast, students share their unique and valuable insights about school and life. It's all about multitasking, so find something to clean up around you, maybe your binders, your desk, your room, or your car, and be inspired by the advice of these Wise Students while you clean up something in your life. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome, everybody. I'm so excited for this week's guest. We have Christina on the show today. Christina, thanks so much for being here. So excited to be here, Penny. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. All right, Christina, go ahead and tell us about yourself. So I live in Boston, and I currently attend Boston College, um, the Lynch Leadership Academy that trains principals. So technically, I'm in my 18th year of formal schooling, which is pretty awesome. Wow, 18 years. How are you feeling after 18 years of being in school? Like a pro, let me tell you. You definitely know your stuff by now, I bet. So Christina, if you were a listener right now, what would you be cleaning up? Okay, so in my house, uh, I have a guest room that actually functions mostly as my closet, right? So it's basically just like an overflow out of the closet, onto the floor, onto the bed. There are piles of organized chaos throughout the room. Um, and so that's what I would be doing. I do that kind of on like a weekly basis, it's sort of this like cycle that I just can't get out of. I feel like, you know, just let it go and then clean it back up and reel it in and let it go. It's, it's just <laughs> one of my things. Fabulous. That sounds like a great project. Um, for those of you listening, if you feel like you're hearing double, Christina's voice might sound kind of similar to mine because we're sisters. Christina's my sister and I'm so excited to have her on especially because she's not just a wise student. She is a fabulous student. In her 18 years of being a student, she has crushed it. So I'm really excited for you to hear the wisdom that she has because she is the boss of school and everything else. And she's going to help institutions be better at school themselves because she's so good at it. So that's why I'm super psyched to have you on, Christina. So thanks again for being here. So tell us, what hobbies are you interested in? So I am definitely an avid runner and exerciser. Um, which this, you know, school closure and COVID-19 has actually really helped me get even more into that because typically I'm really squeezed for time, but right now the schedule is a little more flexible. Uh, I have a treadmill in my basement for the rainy days over here on the East Coast and I downloaded the Peloton app. So I'm super just like into making sure I get a good sweat in. It helps me think. Um, I get some of my best ideas when I'm out running. So that's definitely something that I I do a lot and really like doing. Oh, that's great. And um, what would you say is taking up most of your time these days? You say you have a lot of time to exercise and double down on that, but what about balancing school and work? Oh yeah. So what's taking up most of my time now is definitely meetings with teachers. Um, Zoom meetings, phone meetings, Google Meets meetings, any type of meeting, we're, we're just meeting all the time, constantly talking about the ways we need to shift our instruction or shift our family engagement to make sure that we're making the most out of this very new and exciting, but also really challenging uh, distance learning and remote learning time. So how are you, 
how are you supporting your teachers with all in all of those meetings? What is your role typically? So typically I ensure mostly that like teachers are following the guidelines set forth by the district, um, by the state. Um, those recently came out and, and it was sort of like a windfall of all of this compliance. And so essentially my role is to support them, right? So making their schedules, doing family contact, um, setting up their Google classrooms. So I, I'm really their go-to one-stop shop for if they have technical issues or if they're really stuck on something, I'm definitely a sounding board for them. So that way they feel supported and affirmed in their work. That's amazing. So you must be really pressed for time. How do you manage your time? What's your system? So this year, actually, I went fully digital, which was awesome. And I never thought I would ever get rid of my planner, right? I had a, I've had a planner my whole life where I would do the day to day. I was color coding and crossing off was my favorite thing to do. <laughs> um, and then I, and then I started working as an administrator and I'm literally running around the building all day. And so it's not like I can go back to my desk and check my, my agenda for my to-do list. Um, so I went fully digital. I am a Google person. So Google Calendar, I have all my appointments in Google Calendar. I set reminders in the calendar. Um, I, have, I use Google Tasks, which if you click the task, it crosses it out. So you get that same satisfaction, which, which is something I was looking for. Um, and then Google Keep. So every week I, I look at like a couple weeks ahead. If I have deadlines coming up, I keep future deadlines in Google Keep so that I'm not looking at my tasks or like the more immediate things. And then Google Keep is a running list of things that are coming down the pipe like in two or three weeks. So calendar, tasks, and keep. Yep. And no, this podcast is not sponsored by Google, guys, but it <laughs> should be after that endorsement. Awesome. Thank you, Christina. That's, that's awesome that you went from paper to online and you're, you're enjoying it. It's working for you. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Fabulous. I like I, I can just have my phone and, and sort of go through and see what's next and what's coming up. Um, and I don't feel the need to like go run back to my desk to see what I have to do. Amazing. Amazing. What's one trick or tip that has changed or revolutionized your life? So also this year, I started holding a weekly meeting with myself. So mm -hmm. essentially, I carve, make sure I carve out at least a half an hour every week. Usually it's Friday mornings where I reflect on the week behind me, um, think about like how what I did aligned with my, my priorities and goals, um, think about interactions I had with my teachers or with my boss. And, you know, think about if there was a way I could have handled that differently, if, you know, I was able to influence people in the way that I wanted. Um, and so I really take that time as sacred time for myself. Maybe I'll do a little journaling or, you know, look at my calendar from the week and see where I could have adjusted to really make sure that I'm always making everything in line with the priorities and goals that I have for myself. I love that. You have a meeting with yourself. That's fabulous. Thank you, Christina. Lots of meetings, including the one with myself. No Zoom required. There you go. What are you most proud of? So I think I'm most proud of um, the way that I've been able to build relationships and sustain relationships. Um, really, you know, I met my husband when I was just 19. I was a sophomore in college, and we're still together now. And so, 
you know, that really for me is a testament to my ability to be flexible and to really invest, even though I'm super busy, I'm always in school and I have a really demanding job. I make sure that I set aside time for those that I love. Um, my husband, my family, my sis, you know, Hey, now you're always making time out to California to see us. So we love that. Fabulous. Um, what fills up your cup? Oh, I am a sucker for a handwritten note of thanks. Yeah. So whenever I receive one of those from someone, it really just makes me feel so good inside. And I, I actually have it as part of my practice to make sure I, I handwrite uh, notes of gratitude, at least on a biweekly basis to the people that I work with and in my life specifically. That is so sweet. Oh, that's great. What are you great at? Mm. Or your superpower, as we like to say. So I think I am pretty great at like taking a very large set of data. We, we talk a lot in education about student data and student outcomes. So, so being able to look at that at like a whole school level or a team level and really break it down so that it's comprehensible for students, for families, and for teachers. But there's always a story in the data. And I think that one of my superpowers is being able to like mine it and find what, what the story is and what's compelling about it and how can we use that to, to continue improving moving forward. Fabulous, that's excellent. That's a great superpower, mining the data. Love it. Uh, what's your biggest hurdle or challenge at school? So this year um, was really just about like the frequency of um, assignments that we had. So in addition to my um, classes that I took, I had to do over like 150 pages of tasks for the state of Massachusetts to prove my competencies as a leader. Um, and so that required me to you know, synthesize a bunch of different data, reflect on it, and write just pages and pages and pages. You know, I had to video some teachers and put that up and upload it to the system. So that's been my biggest hurdle this year. But I passed all four of the tasks. I just got that information. So that was awesome. But it was definitely tough. Yeah. So to be clear, you are serving as the vice principal as a, at a school currently, right? You are in your program to learn how to be a principal of a school. You're balancing your schoolwork. You're putting, you know, compiling all of these huge, all this paperwork and all the data and synthesizing it and presenting it. And you have a life of your own. That's do you it. have any spare minutes, my friend? You know, I, I do. You know, I am a pretty good sleeper, I will say. Oh. I think that's part of my... Uh, Superpower. I, I go to bed at a decent hour. I make sure I get lots of sleep and that's what helps me stay focused all day long. Love it. Love it. What would you say challenges you the most in life? So I am a pretty like quick thinking and like I get to the point like in terms of my communication style. So something that's always challenged me and continues to challenge me is like when people talk for extended periods of time because they are external processors. So they like take a while to get to the point. <laughs> and so I <laughs> find myself like in class or even like when I'm trying to support a teacher, I'm like listening very intently when really I'm thinking about 700 other things. And in my mind, I'm like, just get to the point. But really, <laughs> 
my job requires me to be a really good listener. So that's always a challenge for me. Something that like, I have to remind myself constantly, like Christina, you have to listen right now. Nope, 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 nope. Can't think about that. Come back, be present. So being present is something that I feel really challenged by often. Um, but it's a work in progress, little by little. Uh, it's tough having a fast brain like yours. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> I get it. I get you. You're super quick in the brain, my friend. What is something that you failed out? You sound like a big winner, Christina. Has there ever been a time where you failed at something? Ooh, actually, you know, one of the fun facts about me is that I was rejected um, from every Ivy League school I applied to when I was a high schooler, even though I was the valedictorian in my class, I had good, you know, test scores and things like that. Um, so I didn't get into any Ivy League schools, um, which was really hard, a really tough pill to swallow. And then I applied again to Harvard, specifically again, um, for a PhD program and didn't get in there. But you know what? My, you know, second tier schools that I went to, Wheaton College, UMass, and Boston College have served me incredibly well. So if you're out there thinking about college, just know that you get what you put in and that the label does not matter at all. It's all about what you put in and the connections that you make while you're there. And uh, I would not change anything about my path for the world. Preach. Love it. Love it. What are you looking forward to in the next week? month or year? So the purpose of my program is to create a pipeline for school principals um, in Boston Public Schools. And so this week I actually have a final interview with the superintendent of BPS to become um, the principal, not just the vice principal, of a very large school um, in East Boston. So I have that coming up this week. And so once that is over, then I can in the next month start planning for having my own school. And then really, you know, my first year as, you know, being the head boss of um, a really big school. So that's really what I'm looking forward to. It's definitely something that I've worked really, really hard to attain. It almost feels surreal that it's here. Um, definitely a, not how I envisioned it, given the context of, you know, everything that's happening in our world right now, um, but I feel ready um, to go, for sure. Oh, that's amazing. You have to keep us posted. We want to know what happens with that, definitely. Oh, yeah. Maybe I could have some of my, stu my future students on here. Oh, we'd love to have them, absolutely. Um, some quick answers now. What's an unhelpful habit you need to clean up? Oh dear. Well, you already heard about my closet. Yes. Um, another one is I leave, like I, I like to stay hydrated. Um, so I leave my cups and my water bottle everywhere. So I, I need to keep track of my water bottle when I'm at school because I'll just like find it randomly in places and people will like wave it in my face like we found this. <laughs> um, so I need to keep track of my hydration system for sure. Love it. Love it. Who's your favorite comedian? I love John Oliver. He's so funny. I always watch Last Week Tonight. Um, it's definitely weird now without like the applause of a live audience, which is funny. I think he's handled that well, though. He's, his self-deprecating humor always gets me going. For love sure. those Brits. They're never bigger than themselves. I love their humor. What's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? 
Okay, so this is gonna sound crazy, but it is a chicken finger pizza from a pizza place called Cappy's down the street. So it's literally like fried, the fried chicken tenders, like chopped up into little pieces, <laughs> sprinkled on top of a Greek style pizza. It's really quite something. Sounds like heaven. What are you curious about right now? So I am definitely constantly reading things about um, COVID-19 and the projections and the models and the science and what comes next, um, because it definitely has a direct impact, not only on like our personal lives, but like what will school look like in September, you know, and I'm always reading about that. I'm super curious about how we're going to respond as a society and what all of this like knee-jerk reaction to this is going to, how it will affect, you know, virtual learning and just education in general going forward. I think it'll be a really interesting time. Definitely fascinating. What do you wish you had known when you started out? I wish I would have known then um, how little, you know, the label of where you go to school matters. I think I beat myself up about that for a while. Um, so I wish I had known that it really is all about staying connected to people and making sure that you develop strong relationships as opposed, as opposed to just always being perfect or always getting the A or always getting the grade. Because life is about human interaction and, and being a really good person um, as opposed to just succeeding, succeeding, succeeding. Very true. Do you see yourself having more school in your future? You know, I, uh, I do actually, we'll see. I'm going to take a little break when I get my, you know, big girl principal job. Um, but I, I think I'm one of those people who's all in and I, I, I'll probably end up going all the way, getting a PhD at some point. So I'll let you know. How many years will that be at the end of the count? Oh my God. I think, <laughs> I think most PhD programs here, like it would be like an ed leadership PD is like another three years. So it would be year 21 by the end. Love it. Love it. So many years. Excellent. All right, Christina, finish these sentences for us. I'm most myself when? Ooh, I think like Saturday and Sunday mornings when I'm sitting on my couch drinking coffee. Nice. I feel fully alive when? Mm, I think when I'm in a classroom and kids are super engaged and like asking a ton of questions about really awesome stuff and everyone's just really in it. You know, I just love that moment. It's a, such a magical place. Beautiful. When people see me doing great at something, they don't know that I... So I grew up in a house that, you know, didn't have a ton of money. Um, my parents were not educated, uh, like I have the pleasure of being. Um, so they don't know that I worked super hard to get amazing grades, to get scholarships, because otherwise I didn't know if I would have been able to go to college, um, that I ha always had like three or four jobs at any given time to make sure that I had enough money to like make it as an 18 plus year old. Um, and so it's definitely part of my identity that I hold very tightly. Um, it's not something that I just go around telling everybody. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 a, it's not a secret, but most people don't know that, you know, when I'm like 
leading a meeting or talking about, you know, how important education is. They don't know just how personal it is to me. That's beautiful. That's really important. Would you say that that helps to drive you and make sure everybody has any, a fair shake in their education? Oh, 100%. It's really what sustains me. And when things get really hard, I have that to fall back on that, that sort of fuels my fire. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. That's beautiful, Christina. Do you have any parting wisdom for our listeners? You've already said so many great things, so many beautiful tidbits. Anything else you got? You know, just don't ever be afraid to be yourself. Um, I know it's definitely like a cliche. There have been so many times where I have doubted myself, like, am I too goofy? Am I like not polished enough? Because, you know, I didn't come from, you know, a white collar sort of background, but my authenticity, my sense of humor, you know, um, my sarcasm and quippiness is what helps me, you know, relate to people and what makes me seem, you know, authentic. And I think, you know, being authentically you is something that takes a lot of time and reflection and, and it doesn't always feel right, but it's usually the best way to go. Just stick true to who you are and don't, don't ever doubt yourself. Wonderful. Such beautiful words, Christina. Thank you so much. You guys heard it here. Be yourself. My sis, she knows what's up. She's so much herself. She's rocking life, as you've seen. She's a student for life, and she's got the wisdom and the expertise. And Christina, you are going to be an incredible principal, an incredible administrator. Your teachers, your staff, your students are going to be so lucky to have you at whatever lucky school is smart enough to get you and keep you. We can't wait to hear how it goes. And thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you, Penny. It was an absolute pleasure. See you soon, sis. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you're feeling it, subscribe and tell your friends. Ready for more tips and tricks? Follow us on Instagram at wisestudentofficial and check out our programs at wisestudent.com. Can't wait to see you again at our next 8-Minute Cleanup. Bye for now.